everyone, and welcome to the Learn to Lead podcast brought to you by Ability, an experiential learning company based in beautiful Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Matthew Confer, and today on the show, we have Daniel Nicholson, who is the CEO of Notamu, a dairy-free, delicious coconut milk dessert company that is available at Whole Foods locations nationwide and that is celebrating its 15th anniversary as a company this year. Thanks so much for joining us today, Daniel. Yeah, thanks so much, Matt. Well, let's kick off with this. You run an exceptionally successful dessert company. What is the best part of your job? And then what's the hardest part of your job? And you can't say that taste testing the ice cream is the best part. <laughs> that, well, well, that makes it so much tougher. But, but I, uh, yeah, definitely the, the best part of my job um, is getting to work with such a passionate team just we are a passionate bunch a passionate group of people who uh who are really committed to the core values of of the company here at Nadamu. and uh just working in a team environment i, I think is always really really fun and, and exciting and then on the flip side um the hardest part of the job is also related to that team like that that passionate group of people who are committed to, uh, you know, creating a more sustainable future for the world that we live in. As you can imagine, when there are, when there are disagreements between passionate people, um, you know, things can be, things can be intense. And, uh, and, and really, as the head of the company, um, I, I often find some of my more difficult days um, are, are, are just trying to continue to keep everybody aligned around our core values and our mission and, and making sure that, uh, you know, that this very diverse and very passionate group of people can continue to work very closely together um, to, deliver, to deliver the results that we've continued to create over time. It's, it's definitely, it's not easy um, to balance you know, personalities and energy and, uh, you know, different character traits within a, within a team of people. And, and that often creates the greatest challenges. Well, you mentioned something there that's really interesting to me. At Nanamu, your organization really puts a strong emphasis on sustainability. And that's evident anytime you see you guys in the market. Why is that a crucial part of the values that you guys place as a food producer? You know, I mean, we are we are mostly young people here, um, and and as I'm sure we all know at this point, um, the the younger generations uh, are are really interested in wanting to sustain life on this planet. We we have long lives ahead of us. You know, we we want the future generations um, and the generations that come come after us. Um, to to have a healthy and sustainable planet to live on we we want life to be uh you know we want this harmony between people and, and nature and, and planet to uh you know to thrive so that we can we can all have a brighter future and, and we can all be healthier um so i think that's always been you know we're a dairy-free brand and we're a plant-based brand and and we really believe that those movements the dairy-free and the plant-based movement are our core to the sustainability story of, of this planet. If, if we are going to 
uh, you know, to survive here and live in harmony, we definitely need to stop consuming so many animal products. It's just, it, it is, it's at the core of so much of what is plaguing, uh, you know, the sustainability of the planet. And so, um, you know, by, by definition, as Nadamu, as a dairy-free player and as a plant-based player, we want to make sure that as we are building this brand that we are enlightening others, um, you know, through a great tasting product and, and through a great brand experience um, to, you know, to be, to be open and receptive to the, the message that we're trying to put out there, hmm. uh, we're trying to put out there in the world. Your story, your kind of origin story is unbelievably fascinating. You started as a bookkeeper at the organization. Your background is in mechanical engineering. I, I want to kind of dive into how you got to where you are, but I want to start with what surprised you the most about being a CEO? Um, I, I think really, I, I was in uh, 2011, was sort of flung, was sort of flung into the role. Um, the, the founder of our company, um, decided that running the business was was no longer for her. Um, my family at the time was an investor, an, an investor in the company, the, the main investor in the company at, at that point. And we really had to figure out what we were going to do. You know, we're like, is this, you know, without the founder, you know, do we have anything here? Should we continue marching forward? Should we roll this should we wind this operation down? Um, and, and at that time, I believe I was about 27 years old. Um, and I, I really don't think we, we had very many options. I, 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 know, I know how hard I had worked for the past three years. Um, and, and I knew that I had wrapped my mind around a substantial amount of the operation side of the business and the finance side of the business. Um, and, and I had just touched so many things that, that I was now pretty aware of, of how to at, at least keep this operation going and, and moving forward. Um, and so, you know, kind of long story short, was flung into the role, um, you know, never envisioned myself as a, as a president or, or CEO of any company, um, much less a dairy-free ice cream company straight out of school as a mechanical engineer. Um, but 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 sometimes sometimes leadership is trial by fire, um, and and I think that has really been that has been my experience. I, I you know by by being flung into this role and being put into this sink or swim type of situation um, has really helped me progress in in, in my own personal leadership role. Hmm. If you could have a conversation with your prior self. Um, before taking on this role, what would be some of the advice that you would give that individual now that you have the benefit of hindsight, having been in the role now for years? Yeah, I, I think some of the uh, some of the things that really stick out is just you know really really trust your gut, really be focused on uh, continuing to become a better version of yourself. Like, I mean, those two things. Those two things are absolutely key as, as the leader of any organization, especially if you're new to the world of leadership, um, you know, you are going to be presented with so many challenges um, that will test, test every fiber of your being. Um, and so really, 
you know, it's just really important to, to, to trust yourself, to trust that um, you, you have the tools in the toolkit um, to, you know, to continue driving yourself forward and, and be open to change, be open to adapting, be open to learning new skills. Um, you know, I think, I think those are some of the things that will, uh, you know, will ensure that you can maintain the right mindset that will allow you to evolve into the best potential leader that, that you can be. You run the organization now that has had exceptional growth over the last couple of years. You're in Whole Foods. You do a ton of sales directly to consumers and through grocery and, and all the different channels that you would expect. But you also compete in what I can say from the outside from walking down my local grocery store is probably one of the most competitive industries imaginable. How do you think about how to position your organization when you're going up against companies that have massive global advertising budgets and are exceptionally well-known brand names? Yeah, I think, that, I mean, that's definitely what has, what has made our, our life that much more difficult. Um, yeah, just, just knowing, knowing who we're up against, knowing who the established players are, knowing that, you know, the frozen dessert category is, uh, is owned by the is, is still owned by the dairy industry um, you know those are very difficult things to to overcome but I think um, where where we have really had success and where we have continued to differentiate ourselves is just by being real like be authentic be real we know we have a great tasting product that has never been our problem but, you know quite frankly uh, more often than not, the first time that a customer tries our product, their their minds are blown, just like just like mine was the first time that I tried it. And um, when you layer a great tasting product with a great brand name on top of core values and top of and on top of brand authenticity that really can't be matched within the industry, um, you know, I think that's really where we have been able to turn some people on to what it is that we're putting out there in the world. And it's just, it's a far different story than, than, uh, than any of our competitors, whether a dairy ice cream brand or whether you're a non-dairy frozen dessert brand. Not, not many people have done it the way that we have over a 15-year period, very organically, very capital, uh, you know, in, in a very... Uh, in a very cash effective manner, uh, cash efficient manner. And, and those are the things that people want right now. People want authenticity, they want what's real and they wanna be a part of what's real and, and nothing, else, nothing else really matters. And, and, and those are the customers that we are connecting with, the more mindful ones, the more conscious ones and the ones that also wanna to contribute to a more sustainable planet to, to live on. We have a ton of great listeners from a lot of different backgrounds, but one question that we get from a lot of them is about productivity. And as the leader of an organization in what I can describe as a fun industry, what, what keeps you up at night? What are you worried about? Or maybe even another way, what in the morning when you get into the office or when you're checking in, what are some of the things that you're focused on above all else to see the health of the business and the health of your team? Yeah, I, I, I mean, to be quite honest, I, I do a lot of time focusing, focusing on myself. Am, am I, you know, have I put good fuel into my body today? Have I gotten that exercise in? 
Um, do I feel like I have the clarity, um, the clarity mentally that, that I need today um, to be able to be, be the best version of myself today? And every single day that I am at the helm of this company, I, I want to be there for our team. I want to be there for our customers. I want to be there for every single department that, that we have here within our organization. And the only way that that's going to be possible, the only way that I can be the most effective version of myself is if I take care of my own personal business. And, and, and so I am, you know, just 100% committed to doing the things, um, you know, in, on, on, a, on a routine that will allow me uh, to maintain the level head and the clarity and the, you know, and the consciousness that I think helps me be the best leader possible. If I could carve out a couple of extra day, extra hours in a day or extra days in a week, where would you want to invest the time? Um, I, I, I would be connecting with nature. And, and that is what, uh, you know, that is definitely one of the things that uh, that keeps me very grounded. It keeps me very connected um, from, a, you know, from an emotional, uh, you know, mental, physical state. And, 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 and I think, you know, if, if I had more time, if there were more than 24 hours in a day, I, I would definitely spend more time outside, just really soaking, soaking in the environment and, and being present, uh, being present in nature. As your organization has grown immensely and continues to, to grow going forward, what are you looking for in future leaders when you're ascending talent in your organization? What are some of the key characteristics that you're looking to find in those future leaders? I'll, I'll say something that really matters to me is, is work ethic. Like I, work ethic is something that you cannot coach, you can't teach. Uh, you know, you can, you can try, but at the end of the day, um, there are some people who are just wired with an insatiable work ethic and no matter, no matter how they, they are approaching their day to day, like the, the work ethic aspect is something that I really look for uh, because I know how hard that I have worked to get to where I'm at. And, and, and I do believe that only in that hard work um, is, is where we begin to unlock some of the, you know, some of the nuggets that uh, that are required to evolve into a better leader. It's it's work ethic. It's uh, it's it's being grounded. It's being you know patient. It's being a good communicator. Um, those are definitely some of the key traits that I look for in in our you know in our ever growing uh, team um, and you know within our leadership the leadership of our organization. I I want to see that they're committed to. To things in a similar way, it, you know, it doesn't have to be just like me. People, people are very different, and they're wired in different ways. Um, but, but yeah, some of those core traits I think are just absolutely essential um, to being a leader in, in in this present day. Like, I, I don't think the leaderships of yes, the leadership traits of yesterday are necessarily going to be the ones that lead us forward. Um, and so, as as we approach. Uh, picking leaders within our organization. I think that's, uh, that's what we're looking for. Well, that 
comment is a perfect spot to shift to our final two rapid fire questions that we ask all guests because the first question is this and it's a personal question for you daniel if you could describe your personal leadership style but i only gave you one word to do it what word would that be i mean i i would say hard hard hyphen work <laughs> so yeah i mean i i think i think hard work i i really do my best to lead by example and 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 hard work is something that i want everybody to be committed to so I think the I think the one word hard work, even though it's two, um, really describes uh, one of my greatest leadership traits. I'm totally cool with the hyphen. And the final rapid fire question is this: What is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? I think I, I think I've pretty much already already touched on this. It's it's I mean, trust yourself. It, like having that trust in yourself and having that confidence in, in yourself is, is key um, to ensure that you can begin to track on the path that, that it is that you're looking to take in life. Well, trusting yourself and hard work is a awesome spot to close us. Thank you so much for joining us today, Daniel. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your delicious company? Yeah, so de definitely visit our website. We just have, we have a brand new website that we launched with our new packaging here for our 15th birthday. It's www.nadamu.com. Definitely peruse around it. There's a lot of information on the brand, the company, uh, you know, our, our core values, our commitment to quality and sustainability. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, my, my handle is at, at Nadamu Dan. Um, and if, if you're a Facebook person, uh, my name's, as, as you shared, just simply Daniel Nicholson. And would definitely love anybody who is interested in learning more about the brand to, to reach out to me directly. We're, we're always here um, for existing and new customers and would love to find a new uh, customer or, or loyal fan in you. Hmm. Well, thank you for all the great insight and thanks to all our great listeners for joining us. If you enjoyed today's show, we would love a rating and review in your podcast app of choice. And we truly appreciate it when you share our show with your network. You can find me on social media at Matthew Confer. You can find our show on Instagram at Learn to Lead Podcast. And you can find our organization Ability at Ability.com. Be sure to subscribe so that you get our next episode. And I want to thank all of you for joining us on the Learn to Lead podcast.